everybody. Um, welcome back. Welcome to a brand new year, 2022. Happy new year to everyone out there. Um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, I would like to welcome, if you're new to the Celebrity Death Pool podcast, I am your host, Bethany. With me is my very good friend, Brad. Hey, Brad. Hello. Happy, Happy new, new year. year. We all made it. We all made it. Did you do anything good for New Year's? Um, you know what? Went to Florida. So just relaxed on the Same. beach and watched <laughs> the, uh, the clock tick. There you go. Same. Uh, except I ended up with COVID in Florida. So my New Year's Eve was spent peacefully sleeping in bed. I was awakened at midnight to what I thought were gunshots. And uh, it turns out it was actually just fireworks at the house next door. Well, it was the Florida was the COVID capital of the country at the time, and I'm shocked that we didn't get it, but thankfully we didn't. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I um I have been successful in dodging the COVID bullet for two years, uh, vaccinated, boosted, and your girl could not get out of Florida without catching something. So it's been pretty quiet here on the channel because I have been recovering. It wasn't a very bad illness, just so that everybody, you know, save your thoughts and prayers for somebody who needs it more than me. Um, but um, I was pretty sick for a couple of days there and then just had some really lingering kind of stuff. And so really, if I talked more than five minutes at a time, I would end up in this like huge coughing fit, which um, one, does not bode well for my career. Two, really does not bode well if you're trying to host a podcast. Um, and three, honestly did not bode well for my normal life because apparently I talk a lot and couldn't get through <laughs> two or three sentences without coughing my full head off. But here we are. We are now uh, safely in the middle of January. I think most of that is behind us. And um, we're starting a new year. We're starting a new year, uh, hopefully on the upswing and um, excited to get ready and start a new celebrity death pool. But New First, year, new game, but we had a lot happen since our last We had a lot life. happen, this I know. probably the most activity we've had since Which, we've been recording these. I think it's so funny. So if you, uh, you know, they always say that there's like the law of threes or whatever it is, you know, the, 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 the good things happen in threes or bad things happen in threes or whatever the phrase is, but it feels like especially at the end of the year, especially at the end of 2021, I felt like stuff was coming at us fast and furious. And admittedly, you know, we were both on vacation. We were not on vacation together, but we were both on vacation. I was sick. So it really kind of felt like, you know, when I came out of the haze, if you will, of sick vacation, that it was like, holy crap, all of this stuff happened. But first and foremost, we want to give congratulations for congratulations are, are due uh, a big shout out to our 2021 winners, Kara and Tracy, which congratulations, insert applause here. Um, no surprise, really. I mean, they had um, a rapper pass away on their list. Which you have to look at it like you can name a generic rapper. I mean, how did they know? I know you say that. And, and I think that she said <laughs> that they got the name from their son, who mm -hmm. is probably more dialed into that than we are for our generation. But still, the only thing I can equate that to is the year I had Whitney Houston on my list and she did pass Just away shot that in the year. dark. Just I know, shot but in the dark. I mean, that's what I was going to say is 
I look at my list and I actually had about seven people die on one list and one person die on the other. So if you, you play two my, lists, I played play two, two lists. Right. So literally I almost had half of my list pass away. Right. But I guess what makes this game. And you so were not fun, even in the top three. When no, the points all shook out, you no. weren't even in the top three. Yeah. And what, what makes this game so fun is it's not who has the most people at the end of the year pass away. Because I think that would probably be very boring. It's kind of interesting that you can win the game with maybe one or two good picks that you just maybe took the chance on or you knew something no one else knew. But, you know, for someone like me that had seven people out of 15 pass away and one of them being the Amy Winehouse and find out I'm not even near the top, (laughs) it can be frustrating, but it also is exciting. So I think it's fun. I've never played this game. It, it is a lot of fun. And you there's a lot of luck, very little skill, and it's anyone's game to win at any time. I think that there's a lot of strategy involved in it too, honestly. So again, if, you, if you're new to our channel, a very brief overview in our points and how we award points. Um, you pick 15 names for your list. Originality is rewarded because if someone else has the same name on their list, you share the total points for that person. So, and, and points are awarded based on age. We kind of feel like that is the most fair way of doing it because just again, law of averages, the older you are, the more likely you are to pass away. So if you are, if you are up there in, in years, um, you're worth less points. So uh, as an example, we will use, Prince, yes, we will use Prince Philip. Uh, <laughs> Prince Philip was really only worth 10 points. Almost every single person had him on their list. And by the time it was all said and done, many people got less than a point for him because of how the math shook out. So it is luck, but I do also think that there is a little bit of skill or research that's involved in that because any Yahoo can put Prince Philip on their list because he's very notable. He's obviously recognizable. He's clearly a thousand years old. We know it's just a matter of minutes, um, but it takes a little bit more to do some research. And so I commend Kara and Tracy. I do too. um, I congratulate them. They did very well. Yes. A name that certainly I would never know. You didn't know he's, we are not his, you know, that rapper's primary demographic. We are not his target audience, um, but somebody is. And so our condolences to his family and congratulations to Kara and Tracy for I'll make a donation to right, his favorite charity. winning the 2021 <laughs> um, year. So, which is fantastic. So good and that was a, that was a rookie team, by the way, mm-hmm. this was their first year playing. So Tracy has play. played year has played in the past, but Kara has never played. And so they this decided to team. team up this year. So yes, it was a new team. Um, which again, you know, maybe it's beginner's luck. Um, but but good. That's team. what I'm gonna attribute it to. We're gonna go with that beginner's luck. See what happens next year. Which you know what? Put that out there for anybody that's new and listening. If you're interested in playing again, this is there, you know, the really there isn't a lot of skill. And you can put as much or as little effort or energy into coming up with your list as possible or as you want. 
Um, and so congratulations to them for, for winning. And if, if you are new or interested in wanting to do this, please feel free to reach out. Um, our new game year goes live on February 1st. So you do have some time. And if you want to play, feel free to reach out to us at our email, uh, celebrity death pool podcast at gmail.com ask questions, um, get the specifics. And then of course, if you want to enter, then that's how you would have to do that. We do bet on this. So there is money involved in this, which then means that you win something at the end. Um, but we can sort all of that out if you guys are interested. So again, we are closing it. We are putting the end on 2021 nail in the coffin, if you will. And we are moving on to 2022. But before we move on to 2022, we briefly touched on it that at the very end of 2021, names were flying out fast and furious. Um, Desmond Tutu, um, who some folks did have, he passed away on the 26th, right at the very end of the year. Um, John Madden passed away on the 28th. And then of course, Betty White, we know she came in and snaked everybody, including all of the publishers who had already put to print a congratulations on Betty White reaching her 100th birthday. Um, she showed all of them because she ended up passing away on New Year's Eve. So you and I had kind of talked about this a little bit offline, but you were talking about John Madden. Obviously that one was a big one for you. You did get points for him. I, I had Madden on my list. Yeah. Uh, you know, Madden was the voice of the NFL for me growing up. That was, it was him and Summerall on the game of the week. And that's just how you watch football. I think what's interesting, though, is Fox did a really good documentary on Madden on Thanksgiving. I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. Maybe it was Christmas. It was Christmas. I'm sorry. And, you know, he was in it and it was a retrospective of his whole life, the 10 years as a coach and then how he got into broadcasting and then how he got into the game. And. I just think what was really interesting with his passing was the timing because they just premiered this great documentary. And a few weeks later, he passes away. Um, you know, it's just kind of, you know, maybe they didn't have any of, new footage of him though. Right. It was all, well, they had him literally sitting in a chair, like watching the documentary and kind of chuckling at the interview. So he participated, but I looked at that and I was thinking, wow, he's looking old. You know, he didn't look like the spry John Madden that you remember drawing on the telestrator and you had no clue yeah. what he was talking about, but you just enjoyed watching him do what he did. So you mentioned so. that. And I will tell you my, I don't have a ton of John Madden memories. You know, it's not like I grew up watching a lot of football. It's not, you know, that, that wasn't my thing, but I will say that one of my fondest and most prevalent memories of John Madden was his role in the movie, The Replacements. Oh, which yeah. is one of my most favorite movies of all time. It's one of those movies that whenever you turn on the TV, you got a 50, 50 shot of it being on. Um, and I never turn it off. And his scene where he's, you know, doing like you just said, drawing on the screen, oh, and giving the diagram of the ball and it, and it just pops out, goes bloop. And then it's going to bounce around over here. Makes me chuckle every single time I watch it. And there's also, he hosted Saturday night live in the early eighties. It may have been 81 and you can go on YouTube and there's just a really funny clip where he plays himself in the Bengals locker room after they just lost the Super Bowl and Eddie Murphy's in it and not to want to spoil anything, but that's 
what was so great about him. He, he wasn't afraid. <laughs> it's to make from fun the of- early eighties. I think you can go ahead and give us a spoiler on it. If somebody hasn't seen it. by now. Well, I mean, I don't know the jokes verbatim, but right. You know, I think, you know, point being, he wasn't afraid to make fun of himself, which is what he did. And, you know, I watched the documentary and it's just one of those feel good, you know, a life well lived. I mean, just a good person. And you were really happy for everything that he did. And, uh, it's sad to see him pass. He was 85 years old, but you know what? He is the voice of the NFL. He will always be the voice of the NFL. Hit a little harder because, you know, that that's the end of the, the Madden Summerall team. I mean, now it's kind of moved on and we're used to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and, you know, uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. But before them, without Summerall and Madden, you wouldn't have those teams. So just, you know, sad to see him go, but happy that he lived a great life and happy that I got points for him. There you go. There you go. Um, so yeah, so that he, he passed away on the 28th. And then as we mentioned, Betty White passed away on the 31st. Um, I mean, I don't really know that we need to go into a lot of detail on Betty White because I feel like everybody and their brother already has and done a, a much better job of it. Um, what I think was so profound about Betty White is the fact that, you know, collectively everyone loved her so much. She had this kind of resurgence of popularity within the last, I'd say 10 years or so, um, where everyone was just crazy about her and loved her so much. Um, and if you're on TikTok, um, one of the big trends going around on TikTok right now is comparing the golden girls, which was on in our youth to the current sex in the city reboot and talking about how the golden girls, which when I was young, I'm sure when you were young, you looked at these women and they looked ancient. They looked absolutely decrepit. Like, why is there a show about this on TV? Well, it was about living in a retirement community. They were in their seventies and eighties. Honestly, it was, it, it blows my mind. And then now comparing that to the sex in the city reboot, where you see women, which they are the same age, they are the same age and these women, and maybe it's because we are older and maybe it's because I'm closer now in age to the ladies on sex in the city than I was to the women on golden girls. But I certainly don't feel like Carrie Bradshaw is anywhere near as old as, you know, Blanche Devereaux was in the Golden Girls. So it's just, it's funny to me how perspective changes. And then also, I don't know if that speaks to, you know, what Hollywood does to people or how they portray people or what that looks like, or I don't I know. It's, it's just it interesting. It goes back to the Brimley effect that we talked about <laughs> years ago that, you know, when he was in Cocoon, he's playing this grandpa in a retirement community. The guy was 50 years old when he filmed her, 51. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be 50 in a month. I don't <laughs> think I look like that. I mean, I think if anything, it's a positive because it shows that, you know, people are looking better in their older ages. And I always kind of go to the joke about, you know, Medicare, that when they first came out with Medicare, they weren't expecting Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger to be collecting Medicare. You look at these guys and they're in good shape. Right. So just, we're, I guess we're aging better, which maybe makes our game a little harder. <laughs> it, it may, it does make it a little bit harder. Um, 
because people are taking better care of themselves. Um, but you know, as a population, as a human society, I think it's great. I think it's awesome that people are, you know, taking better care of themselves and, and kind of being that sort of youth fight or, you know, age fighters, if you will. And, you know, trying to, to hang on to their youth as much as possible. Um, you know, good for them. Good, good, good for that. So yeah, Betty White, again, you know, I mean, if you're on any sort of social media platform whatsoever, you're probably been inundated with memes or videos or who knows what of Betty White. She was a riot. She was absolutely hysterical. We had a number of people who refused to put her on their list just simply because they didn't even want to put that bad juju out into the world. Um, and so now that she is gone, I guess that frees up a space on some of their their lists where they don't have to worry about it and they can put her on there. Um, I had her on my list probably the last 10 years. And along the lines with the Saturday Night Live skit with Madden, she also hosted Saturday Night Live a few times. And it's the same, if you search her on YouTube and go Saturday Night Live, you know, those two ladies that would do the radio show, they did uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, the the, the NPR ball. skit, sweaty balls. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Well, yes. they have one with Betty White where she has her dry muffins. <laughs> So again, that's, she was very funny, very yes. funny, very sad loss, but again, a, a life very well lived. Yes, very much so. Um, so that, and then that, that kind of closed out. I mean, obviously there were plenty of names and we're not going to go through all of them because this would be a 12 hour podcast. Nobody has that kind of time or energy. Um, but that kind of closed out 2021. Um, and then I would say probably one of the very first big names of 2022 was Sidney Poitier, who passed away on the 7th. And that was big. It was a big name. That's a big name. That's a recognizable name. Um, it was huge news. Groundbreaking and, actor. Yes. Groundbreaking actor. Amazing. Um, to Sir With Love. Easily one of my most favorite movies of all time. Um, oh yeah that's a good one too look who's coming to dinner i mean (laughs) we can sit here all day and and talk about his movies he's amazing um and he had the spotlight for about 24 hours and then (laughs) bob saget decides to up and die wait a minute i have one that kind of flew under the radar but i picked up on who's that passed away right after sydney and that is Michael Lang. Now, most of you don't know who Michael Lang is by name, but I know that you know his work very well because Michael Lang is one of the uh, founders of Woodstock. Yes. And he did the original and he did the 94 and he did the 99 and he was working on the, the 2000 and or I'm sorry, 2019 one or, and, uh, but you know, yep. he was only 77. I mean, that's a sad one, at least for me. Yeah. See, I think that one. Kind of like that, that's that, you know, maybe Woodstock was a moment for that generation, the peace, the love, the music, and, you know, how they can do that. Now we're seeing these people passing. Yeah. And it's almost like, well, I don't want to look at Woodstock 99 and think that's what's left. Well, see, that's interesting because like, if you, if you look at it, if you put it in a capsule and look at just the 69 Woodstock and think, wow, that it was such a moment in time. And that was amazing that he was able to pull that off. And, you know, I think I've seen that documentary 
a dozen times and, sure. you know, watching all, it, it was, you know, such a kind of special and magical moment. Um, but now, but knowing, growing up, knowing of Woodstock 99, yeah. um, and having watched the documentary on Woodstock 99, I will say that it kind of sours the taste a little bit of all of the peace, love and harmony. And it, it very much feels more money grabby and I'm less, I'm less enchanted with this individual after having seen. Yeah, I look at it more when you mentioned Michael Lang, it's Woodstock 69. That's Woodstock. I don't know what 94 was. I don't know what 99 was, but Woodstock was 69. Right. I mean, and it just proves you can never, you know, that's catching lightning in a bottle and yes. you cannot do that twice. So yes. just for all of you people out in Hollywood that want to remake movies and recreate things, sometimes you leave it alone enough. enough's enough yeah. all right go on go to Saget one is enough all right so it's Bob Saget um Bob Saget news came out on the 8th that he had been found dead in a hotel room in Orlando and I don't know about you but I immediately assumed that it was a drug overdose and maybe that's mean of me or there wrong. was no drugs or anything found they think the latest I've heard is a heart attack or stroke yes and that he, but they're also saying that he passed, there's shows no signs of trauma or pain. And, and basically that, that, you know, he might have suffered some sort of medical emergency in his sleep and just passed away in his sleep. Um, yeah. they, cause they found him laying on the bed, had his hand on his chest, his other hand on the bed next to a phone, um, but it doesn't, from what I have heard, it doesn't sound like he was like trying to call for help or anything like that. It might've just been, he ended a phone call or was going to call someone and just, or was looking, you know, at frigging TikTok before he took a nap, like many of us do and uh, just, you know, fell asleep on the bed. Um, so it, it's saddening and it's shocking. And I wonder, is this, is he, you know, none of us would have predicted this. None of us would have. He wasn't and, on anybody's list is what you can say. Right. He wasn't on anybody's list. And to be clear, we always take a little bit of a gap period between our game years. So even though 2021 ended at midnight on 1231, the new game year does not start until February 1st. So anybody that passes away in January, even if they were on someone's list last year, um, it doesn't mean anything. They don't get any points. You don't get anything for it. It's just news that we report. Um, but which yeah. is frustrating because I had Sydney Poitier on my list and yeah. he died in January. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Cause now you just have a slot that you can fill with somebody else, but right. I'm wondering if, you know, Bob Saget was like the big, you know, did we get our big shock out at the very beginning of the year and everything else is going to be kind of, you know, predictable? Or do you think that we're still up for some pretty big stuff later on this year? You know, it, it feels like the beginning of every year, there's always that big name that passes away. I think, you know, a couple of years ago, the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash. Right. Which was in January as well. I think if you look back, it's, you know, usually in the first quarter of the year, they always have a big name that passes away. And this could be it for 22. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, my fear is it's not. 
and that there will be another shocker, but it just falls right in line with it. I feel like every year, big name. So what I found that was so interesting about the passing of Bob Saget with all the, the news and social media was that people were leaving flowers and tributes at the house in San Francisco that's used in the intro to the show. Mm-hmm. Now, what I think is interesting about that is Bob Saget's probably never actually been to that house. Okay. <laughs> that was a set at Universal, actually Universal tour. We got to see the house that they use for the show. So you have to think there's probably someone living in a house right now in San Francisco that's got a lot of flowers and stuff in front of his house. I'm sure he's touched by everyone's uh, uh, condolences, but it's like, yeah, I get it, but he he never was here. I mean, it was just a video of my house, but I guess that's how he's known. But I just would be curious how this homeowner is going to handle all this. I would imagine that if you're the homeowner of that house, just like many other famous, you know, movie houses, you have to imagine that if you're buying that house, you know what you're in for. You, you have signed up for this and know what you're getting into. I mean, you can't live in something like that. You can't live in an iconic, you know, facade like that and not expect people to come by and, and do this. You know know what? It's funny you bring that up because the guy that bought the house where they filmed Friday the famous Ice Cube Chris Tucker movie. Love that movie. He says people come every day. And he even has a sign on the house. Yes, this is where Friday was filmed. He <laughs> loved it. He meets the people. He thinks it. So talk about know what you're getting into. Yes. He knew exactly what he was probably getting into about that house. The guy in San Francisco, I don't know. He probably spent a lot of money on that house and is probably like, oh, oh boy, I didn't think about this. Right. Surely he did. Long, I'm going to hope the, that he did. Right, right. I'm going to hope that he did, but yeah, I, it's, um, I will say that it's, you know, (laughs) it's, it's interesting because it, you know, Bob Saget is such a weird and interesting kind of dichotomy of personality. Um, you know, if, if all you know him from is full house, you don't know that half of them. Oh my God, not even close. And for anybody that has ever listened to, seen him do his stand-up or listened to his comedy, um, you know, that is a completely different yes. side of things. And then hearing all of the tributes from people that actually knew him and that were actually friends with him, it just sounds like, I mean, in many cases, it sounds like he might have been, you know, more Danny Tanner than he was kind of crude right. and rude. Well, here's, here's what it's nice. been. So he was Danny Tanner, America's dad, always doing the right thing, keeping the house clean, raising these girls. Then it flipped over to the show ending and him doing his comedy tour and him getting very crude and rude. I mean, he was on Entourage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was on Entourage looking for blow. Okay. Yeah. Then he does his comedy tour, unexpectedly passes away. Now he's Danny Tanner again. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was very, it's very sweet. If you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to Google the, the video that John Mayer. um, Oh yeah. Touching when he took, drove his car. Yes. When they went to go get his car and um, 
it was just, it was very sweet and say what you want about John Mayer. You know, I mean, many people, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, you probably hate the man, but um, he's an unbelievable guitar player. (laughs) He's an unbelievable guitar player. He seems like the kind of guy I would like to just have a beer with and chit chat with. But anyway, it's, it was a very sweet video. And if you've ever had a friend pass away it just really resonated with me in that moment of kind of bobbing back and forth between just bliss and smiles and remembering how amazing this person was and then fighting back tears um and laughing and then crying and in like all in a span of 30 minutes and if you've ever like I said if you've ever had a friend or a family member pass away to me that video really just kind of encapsulated what that feels like um and it was just such a sweet little tribute for them to you know go get the car and and drive the car home and just this little conversation that they had about their buddy that passed away and they did it like on Facebook live or something and so people were kind of chiming in it was just it was very sweet. So I would encourage, it's a little lengthy. It's like 30 minutes, but it, it made me smile. Um, you know, along those lines, you know, it also was kind of spooky that that reminded me of when they, you know, put the video up where he had to go get his car. Cause it was at the airport yeah. because he was on tour is they showed a picture of the commuter lot in New Jersey after nine 11 and all oh. the that were left in the lot for people yeah. that had told that oh. was spooky. That's but sad. Would, after you have your beer with John Mayer, maybe he can show me a few things on how to play <laughs> guitar. <laughs> there we go. There you go. John Mayer, if you're, you know, bored and looking for a I'm bunch sure of you're listening. I'm sure he's yeah. listening to our podcast of right now. Of course he is. I mean, because what else would he be doing? Um, but yeah, but anyway, it was, I, you know, I'm wondering if that was the, the big shocker. I, I think that it may be really hard to top that this year um, and have something a little bit more shocking, um, you know, but stranger things have happened. And, you know, like you said, it, you know, we had had a year start out with Kobe and that was a pretty shocking death. So, you know, who knows, maybe this was the big one for the year and it'll be kind of quiet for the rest of it. Um, so having said that, we are headed into the next game year. Our new uh, game year will start on February 1st. Um, anybody that is interested in playing, you have to have uh, names to me. So for anybody that's currently playing the game, we've already made an announcement to them. They know uh, you have to have your you know names in no later than midnight on January 31st. Um, and email your list to celebrity death pool podcast at gmail.com. Correct. Um, and it, even if you get the list in sooner, um, you know, if you send your list in today and somebody on the list dies tomorrow, you don't get points for it. You just get an opportunity to, to replace that name. So we will not start awarding points until February 1st. Um, which gives people some time to, you know, send in their stuff and get it ready to go. And then as what, you know, what I normally do is I'll compile all that into one big master list and post that to our Facebook page so that everybody can see what their competitors have on their list so that it's all out there. We're very transparent with our team. We want them to see who everybody has. Um, and then we're going to go, we're, you know, go full steam ahead on February 1st. 
Um, you've played two lists last year. Are you going to play two lists again this year? I'm debating it, but I, the best piece of advice I can give to everyone playing the game, if you played it last year and you're playing again this year, is you don't have to start your list over from scratch. The best advice I'm going to give you is none of the people on your list are getting any younger. And a lot of them aren't getting better. And a lot of them aren't changing their lifestyles. So I'm speaking from experience because I was the one that would say, oh, that person didn't die. I boot him off my list. I put a new name on. Lo and behold, the person I kicked off passes away. So just be, you know, strategic in what you do. Obviously, I had seven people, so I got to fill at least seven names. So I think I'm good leaving the one still on there, but I got some work ahead of me in the next few weeks yeah. to get these names on the list. And I got to go find some young rappers. There you go. Is that what you're going to do? I mean, young, young rappers? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have some pretty funny names on my list that most of us probably can't pronounce, but maybe it'll win me the game. There you go. Yeah. See, I, um, and, and I have no good advice for anyone playing the game because even though it is, my game and we, I do run it. Um, I believe that I ended this year with just over a point. No. So I am you had not. Chris Phillip and, and Betty White and it got you a little over a point. Um, no, actually I had Rush Limbaugh and I, I think that was about it. Um, yeah, I don't, I did not have very many other good wins on my list. That is for sure. And I, I do adhere to your advice in that people aren't getting any younger and it's just a matter of time. And there are some names on my list. I will say Jerry Sandusky has been on my list since the minute that he got sent to prison, because I thought for sure he was going to get the shit kicked out of him. And that was going to be the end of it. And yet he's still here. He's still hanging on, but I refuse to take him off because the minute I do, is the year that he's going to die. I know it is. And oh, yeah. so I, I keep him on there. Um, but yeah, I've got to come up with, with some good names, some new names. I had what I thought was a wonderful wine house last year. Um, and he has since uh, been cleared and is in remission, which is wonderful for his family and his beautiful wife and two young kids. And I could not be more happy for... Um, for him and his family, but, uh, doesn't do me a whole lot of good when he was my wine house. And I thought for sure that it was going to happen last year. So now I got to come up with a new name, um, and, and kind of go from there, but you got to look at my list right now. And I'm just reading the names of people like, God, they're still hanging on. I, I just have <laughs> to, you know, it's funny. My second list, I only had one person on that list Ed Asner pass away. So I feel like leave that list alone, throw one name in. And I've got a few names on my little bench that I use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that this is that tough time where it's like, you know, do you take the name off? Do you put the name back? Because Sandusky, believe it or not, is one that I would have considered taking off at this point, but you never know. Right. You know, you should put, uh, the, who's the gymnastics coach or trainer that just got put oh, in? He's one. That's a good one. Maybe uh, Nasser. Nasser, Larry Nasser. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Um, so there, there's a good tip for everyone out there. Maybe everyone's list will now have Nasser on it. Because he's not. I mean, he's he's fairly young. I mean, in, in yeah. comparison to our game, I mean, he is a fairly young guy. Um, 
I hate to say it and I hate to put her on there, but you know, I mean, if you follow Britney Spears on social media, ah, she she got better for her though. Is she living more risky now that she's got freed? It's, It's not that it's risky. It's that she's just I, I, maybe this is her making up for lost time. Maybe, maybe it is her being, I'm finally free and I can do what I want and post what I want and be who I am and all that jazz. But honestly, I mean, uh, trust me, I am not a mental health expert by any stretch of the imagination. And so if you need help with mental health, I am not the right person to come to. Um, but let me know who you do find. I may need to talk to him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but she concerns me. I mean, she is very erratic and she's kind of all over the place. I mean, she's constantly posting just very weird and bizarre videos and, you know, where she's like dancing all of the time. She did posted nude photos of herself not too long ago. Um, yeah, I remember that. How would yeah. I know that? I remember that. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, which whatever, I mean, that's, Hey, I'm not here to say you can't do that or you can't post that stuff or whatever, but um, it's all very reminiscent of her, her interview that she had. Oh my gosh. Who was that with, with Diane Sawyer when she like did her own hair and makeup and chewed gum through the whole thing. And it was just like, Oh honey, there's something going on here. So, um, I hate to, say that, it, I hate to put that out there, but she does make me a little nervous. Well, then it makes me think, okay, well, if you're talking about that for Britney Spears, what about Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, but Lindsay Lohan, see, I too, I follow her on social media as well. And she is so much quieter. She is, and and I, my hope or my thought with Lindsay Lohan, and I could be very wrong with this. Maybe it's because she's broke. Um, well, it might be because she's broke. She is engaged. She's she engaged. Is. Yep. She just posted an engagement not too long ago. Um, but she's quiet. She's quieted down. And so, you know, I, my, my guess, maybe I could be wrong. I I obviously don't know this person, you know, personally, but you know, if social media had been around in my twenties, I probably would have looked just as much of a hot mess express as Lindsay Lohan did. And you know, that's uh, that your twenties, your time to kind of go out and be maybe a little reckless or a little weird or a little party, you know, and, and now perhaps she's kind of settled down and, you know, she's quiet and she's home and she's engaged and she's in love, but she doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, movement on social media, certainly not like Britney Spears has recently. So I don't know. Um, you know, this is just me being an armchair judgment patrol sitting here making (laughs) thoughts on what these people are doing. Um, but Britney, you're making me a little nervous, honey. Yeah. Trust okay. me. Relax. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, I've got to look at my list. Uh, as as I just mentioned, I think I had over a point for last year. So I got a lot of work to do because I've got an entire full list of people that I just might let it ride and just see yep. what happens and go I from mean, there. I'm looking at, again, I'm looking at my list and I think I have some names that a lot of people don't have that I'm thinking... You don't hear about them in the news a lot. And when you do, it's going to be, they're gone. That was, right. that was the reason I had Sean Connery on my list in 2020, because I hadn't heard anything from him in such a long time. I'm like, something's up. So I put it down and then out of the blue during the shutdown, we hear on the news, Sean Connery passed away. I'm like, yeah. I knew it. Yep. He's so. quiet. I'm, I'm also kind of guessing that this is probably going to be Queen Elizabeth's year as well. Um, <laughs> That's my guess. And to be perfectly honest, I would not be surprised 
if Prince Andrew also had an unfortunate incident. Um, at his own doing or somebody else's? I'm going to guess that it might be at somebody else's and it, it'll be, I'll put this out there. This is my prediction. <laughs> I'm thinking, guessing that there's going to be an incident where Prince Andrew just happens to pass away. I wonder um, if it might be the same person that happened to uh, help Epstein commit suicide might also help the prince because they don't want other names coming out because right. I'm a little nervous at who may also be on that list. Yeah. Um, it's a, that is a, it's a very big deal. It's a very big story. There's a lot going on there. Prince Andrew has already shown that you put him in front of a camera and he is, he is not that great at lying which makes it great for people like us that want to hear what he has to say. Wait till the civil trial this year. That's what's going to get him. Exactly. So that's just my thought. I'm just going to put that out there. And I think that um, the death of the queen's favorite child, which if you know anything about the monarchy, it's not a secret. This is her favorite kid. There's no hiding this. Wait, wasn't Charles? No, are you kidding me? (laughs) <laughs> no way prince and they even joke about it if you watch the crown on netflix which is one of the greatest series of all time they even joke about how it's just a known fact that prince andrew is the queen's favorite and so for him to have such a blemish now i mean holy- well, he's now last week she removed all of his oh yeah oh he's yeah. like he's- not a royal anymore no he's a nothing at this point so he's moving in with uh Harry. <laughs> you look at this. It's so funny. You think about. There's no one left in the monarchy. They're no, all being. <laughs> the only, the only good, they're putting all their eggs in the William and Kate basket. And they're basically, please save you us. Please. Those little boys of theirs better live a straight life or there may not be a monarchy. Uh, well, you really only have to worry about the oldest one because uh, it'll be, it'll be another. I get it. Why Harry did what he did. Cause what is he hanging around for? Oh. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I might as well go enjoy my life. And Yeah, he's not getting anything out of this, whatever. So, yeah, so I don't know. That's my that's my prediction for this year is that it'll be Queen Elizabeth's year. And my guess is, is that she'll, I, she'll go, she will go. My thought, my big prediction is that Prince Andrew will go and that will be the catalyst to kind of push her over the edge. Because um, at that point, she, you know, Philip is gone. Love of her life is gone and her favorite kid's gone. So she's lived a long and happy life. Um, so there we go. I'm going to put that out there. If it doesn't happen, wonderful. Mazel. Hopefully the family lives, you know, another hundred years. Good for you, Queen Elizabeth on your And the race. best advice I can give everybody, do not put Ozzy Osbourne or Keith Richards on your list. Those guys oh, are going they're immortal. Nowhere. They're not going anywhere. No, they are immortal. You've lost Prince Michael Jackson, George Michael, Whitney Houston, okay, yeah. we're not losing Ozzy and Keith Richards. They are okay? never going so to don't die. Put them, don't put them on your list. You're wasting a spot. <laughs> and they will never die. Nope. Um, all right. So with that, we are going to wrap up our first episode of 2022. Thank you to everyone who who listened last year. And um, right now, it is a tie game for everyone. It right. is all zeros. So good luck to all of you. All zeros from here on out. We're excited to start the next season of our game. And uh, hopefully you guys will all come along for the ride. 
If you have questions for us, if you're interested in playing the game, if you have questions you want us to answer on air, please feel free to reach out to us. We've mentioned it a couple of times, celebritydeathpoolpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Celebrity Death Pool Podcast. You can also find our game page on Facebook at Celebrity Death Pool. And our page happens to have the title banner with a bunch of different headstones. Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Rodney Dangerfield is the big one. I took those photos on a trip to uh, California several years ago. So you'll see those pictures there and that's how you know it's us. Um, so yeah, please feel free to follow along. And as always, Brad, thanks for sitting with me. Thank and, you. And uh, we will see you again in a, in a couple of weeks. Thanks everybody. Have a great month. one. Let's, let's get off on the right foot with this game. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks everybody.